0: everybody, Well, good morning Mechanicsville. How you doing this morning? Yeah, this is Don Curtis, and this is another day that the Lord has made for you and for me. And I tell you, I'm gonna rejoice and be exceedingly glad today. Yeah. Today might be my last day, so I'm going to give him all I got today. I just give God thanks and praise today. And guess what? If he gives me tomorrow, I'm going to celebrate tomorrow, too. Every single day. Yes, yes. Yeah, Stephen heard undignified praise. Yeah, crazy praise. Yeah, praise him with the hand clap, praise him with the dance. Yes, he's worthy of it. Oh, you more on beat the fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll become. I'll become. You more on beat the fire. This about our life. Shake your hands and develop. Na 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 na. Good morning Washington DC. How you guys doing this morning? Indianapolis, Indiana. How you doing? Good morning to you. Yeah, San Antonio, Texas and Longrell London, England. Yes, WBRFM. Yes, right there in Wagon Barrow, England. We give God thanks and praise for you guys this morning. Yes, good morning to you. Good morning to you. This Come and give him glory. I my Yes. Ann Arbor, Michigan. Good morning to you. Ashburn, Virginia, in San Jose, California. Our yeah, thoughts and prayers with those out in California. They have some fires that's burning kind of out of control, north part of Los Angeles and down in San Diego. We got you guys covered as well. We thank the about you, praying about you as well. Good morning to you. Yes, Westerville, Ohio. We have listeners there this morning. We give God thanks and praise for you guys. Good morning to you, Wilmington, Delaware, and Lenata, Maryland. And yeah, we give God thanks and praise. We are broadcasting today out of WBR FM out of England, but it's being heard all around this globe. We just give God thanks and praise for you this morning. (laughs) Yes, good morning to our listeners out there in France. We thank God for you. Those in Italy as well, in Germany, we just give God thanks and praise for you. Yes, in the nation of Israel. Give God thanks for you. Saudi Arabia, we thank God for you. Ooh. Ooh. Even more even more Come on, even more, even more. Even more Come on, even more, even more, even more. dignified praise Come on clap your hands 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 Come on Yes, Come on, yes. <laughs> yes, I tell you. I just give God thanks for this great day he has made for you and for me. Yes, undignified praise. I want to have God feels about undignified praise. I wonder how God feels about you and my you and I just clapping our hands, getting so excited about him. I wonder how God feels if you just got so happy about what God was doing for you that you decided to do a little dance. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. You decided to just dance a little bit. You know, the, the whole basis for this song, Undignified Praise, really comes out of David's experience. King David, yeah. David himself, the man that was after God's own heart. In 2 Samuel chapter 6, you and I, we can read about this. David got so overwhelmed by the presence of God. The Ark of the Covenant had been stolen from the nation of Israel, and it had been out of the country for some time. But David was able to bring it back to to his native country. He was able to bring it back. And guess what? When he saw the Ark arriving, when he saw it coming... David was so excited about the presence of God. That's what the Ark of the Covenant represented back at that time. God's presence, just his presence, uh, caused David to be so excited, so exhilarified. so uh, he was just beside himself. He just began to dance. Yes, Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes, 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 he did. And it was told King David, uh, saying the Lord has blessed the house of Obium, And all that pertaineth unto him because the Ark of the Covenant, because of the Ark of God. So David went and brought up the Ark of God from the house of Obam into the city of David with gladness. He was so glad to have God's presence back with them. And it was so that when they had bared the Ark of the Lord, had gone six paces, he sacrificed oxen and fatlings, and David danced before the Lord with all his might. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't just a little slow walk. (laughs) No, he kicked up some dust because he was so excited about this. Uh, Yes, he was. And I tell you, when you and I realize what God has done for us, you know, we've been in the book of Ephesians, and I I have classified Ephesians as an antidepressant, that if you're feeling down and out, if you're feeling depressed, just take a dose of Ephesians chapter 1. It'll do you some good. And if you know of anybody who's depressed, just say, hey, you need to try some of this stuff I've been trying. You need to try some uh, some Ephesians. Yeah. T- take a dose of Ephesians chapter one. You don't need the whole chapter. I mean, the whole whole book. Just, just take one dose. Just, just take a dose of Ephesians chapter one. It'll do you some good. Mm hmm. Yeah. He was so excited. And I tell you, when you and I get excited about what God has done for us, if David did this and all he had was the presence of God represented in the ark of God, and you and I have the very presence, the very nature, we have the spirit of Jesus Christ himself not only with us but in us, then I tell you, <laughs> every now and then it ought to cause a stirring up on the inside of you. If anything can excite you, if anything can excite me, it ought to be a revelation, an understanding, an apprehension, of who God is and how good he has been to you. In fact, how good he is right now. It might be you and I realizing that God is with us and he promised us he'll never leave us. He left David and the people of Israel for a while. His presence had been stolen because in their mind it had been confined just to the ark. But you and I are knowing that, Hey, the presence of God is more powerful than that. <laughs> you can't steal God's presence because God is everywhere. And so, When you and I realize that, wait a minute, God is not only present with us, but he's present in us. Then you might want to say, hey, I I just can't help myself. I got this passion on the inside of me. I have this stirring on the inside of me. I have a praise on the inside of me. I just got to get it out. And David, though he was king, he was so exhilarated that he danced before the Lord with all his might. He wasn't dancing before the people. He wasn't trying to impress them. He was dancing before the Lord. And I believe God was just delighted. He was just (laughs) excited about David's excitement. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, and so David bought the ark of the the Lord, the ark of the the covenant, with the sound of the trumpet. He bought it on into the city of, of David. And listen to this his wife looked through a window and saw the King David leaping and jumping before the Lord and she despised him in her heart. Yeah, you know, everybody not going to celebrate your celebration. Not everybody is going to think well of you just giving God praise, particularly undignified praise. Yeah, she was so upset because uh, he wasn't acting kingly. He was just kind of jumping and And dancing. In fact, the first verse that he was dancing before the Lord, but then he he was so exuberant, but he was dancing and leaping. When was the last time you leaped in church? When was the last time that the gospel was just so intriguing? It was just so glorious. It was just so freeing. It was just so excited that it caused you and some other people in the pews to jump up and down and dance and just shout to the Lord? Yeah. I tell you, when was the last time that happened? Hopefully it might happen this Sunday that you might hear something. In fact, you don't have to wait till Sunday. You can just dance and shout today. This is Friday and God has been good and faithful to you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And now it's Friday. Mm -hmm. You don't have to wait to go to church. (laughs) David wasn't in church when he did this. He wasn't inside the temple when he did this. He was right out there in the street. Everybody saw him. He just started dancing and and jumping and leaping for joy because it was the joy of the Lord that just stirred up on the inside of him. Yes. And his wife peered out the window and she was she she despised him. That's a very angry word. She despised him in her heart. There was something different going on on the inside of her than what was going on on the inside of David. Yes, yes. So you, you would be surprised. In fact, a lot of churches wouldn't let you jump. A lot of churches wouldn't let you dance. A lot of churches wouldn't let you shout, wouldn't let you have that kind of experience. They said, no, you got to take that outside. In fact, you shouldn't even be acting like that. It don't take all that to praise God. But I tell you, when your spirit is just so stirred up because of the goodness of God and what he's done for you, You might have to say, look, y'all might not understand this. Just like Michael didn't understand this. David's wife didn't understand. You say, you just might not understand this, but God has been so good to me. I'm not dancing before you. I'm not trying to show off before men. I'm dancing before God. I'm leaping and jumping before him because he has been that good to me. He's worthy of my praises. Yes, sometimes this might be quiet. Sometimes it may be a tear just rolling down your cheek. But there might be some other times there'd be joy unspeakable and full of glory welling up on the inside of you that guess what? A tear running down your cheek just won't cut it. You just need to shout. You just need to clap your hands. You might just need to dance before the Lord. This happened in the Old Testament time before Christ. And you and I, we're living at a time after Christ when God has made his love available and declared before you and me in such a tremendous way. It it impacted David, and they brought in the ark of the Lord and set it in its place in the midst of the tabernacle that David had pitched for it, and David offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. And as soon as David had made an end of offering burnt offerings and peace offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord, God of hosts. Yes, he did. And he dealt among all the people, even among the whole multitude of Israel, as well as The women as men to everyone, a cake of bread and and a good piece of flesh and a flagon of wine. So all the people departed, everyone to his house. Yeah, David was just so overjoyed. He just he just blessed the whole congregation, the whole nation. He gave to everybody. He just he was just so overjoyed over the presence of God that he blessed the people, not by pronouncing a blessing. No, no. He blessed the people by giving to them. Yeah, and it's amazing. He treated the women just like the men. There was no longer any difference, no longer any division between male and female. David said, guess what? I'm going to treat the women just like men. I'm going to bless them just like I would bless the men. Yes. Yes, he did. He gave everybody, everybody. Everybody had a cake of bread. Everybody had a good piece of flesh. Yeah, a good piece of meat. And everybody had a flagon of wine. And Everybody went back to their house, and, they, and I guess they were just amazed. They said, guess what happened today? The presence of God was back in our midst, and guess what? The king, he he was so excited, the man danced, danced out of his clothes. He danced with all his might. David was so excited about God's presence that guess what? He gave everybody. Yeah, everybody got a cake. Look at what he gave us. He gave this to Everybody. The men and the women, there was no distinction at all. No respect of person at all. He treated all of us equally. He treated all of us the same way. Yes, he did. Yeah, he was so excited. That's what happened. And then David returned to bless his house. He had blessed everybody else. And he went home to bless his house, his household, everybody that was there. And Mako, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet David. That's David's wife. And said, "How glorious was the king of Israel today, who uncovered himself today in the eyes of the handmaids of his servant, as one of the vain fellows shamelessly uncovered himself?" Oh, yeah, she she despised him in his in her heart, and now she's giving voice to it. She said, "Oh, how was the king today? Oh, you were so royal and so dignified today." Yeah, right. She was shamefully just just deriding him and david said unto her it was before the lord which chose me before your father and before all his house to appoint me ruler over the people of israel over israel therefore will i play before the lord yes isn't that amazing have you ever thought about playing before the lord is your relationship so tight with god that you can jump and shout, that you can leap, that you can dance, that you can even play in the presence of God. You can do this before the Lord. You can glorify him this way. You can praise him this way. And he said, and yet will I be more vile than this and will be based in my own sight. And of the handmade servants, which thou hast spoken of, of them shall I be had in honor. You think uncomely praise is unsightly before me? No, God enjoys this kind of praise. In fact, the people who you think are going to be offended by my praise, guess what? They're going to honor my praise. Yes, they will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and guess what happened? Therefore, Mishael, his, his wife, the daughter of Saul, had no child until the day of her death. Yeah, which side you think God was on? Mm -hmm. How do you think God felt about David jumping and dancing and leaping and shouting and playing in his presence before him? I think God enjoyed it. I think God delighted in that. Again, this was a man after God's own heart. But his wife, she was despising him in her heart. She spoke unkindly of this altogether. She didn't understand. Her heart and mind was someplace else. And guess what? She didn't have any more kids. That was it. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I tell you, this undignified praise that Stephen Heard is singing about. Yeah, maybe it's strange to you because it's strange to you to have this kind of joy, uh, this kind of freedom to be able to play in the presence of God. And I tell you, if this happened by with King David in the Old Testament time, guess what? can happen to you and to me in this time in which you and i live in you so excited about what god has done let me just ask you this question what really gets you excited i mean what gets you jumping what gets you excited what makes you shout i tell you if it's not the goodness of god then then maybe i would encourage you just to think a little bit more about how good he's been to you and i would tell you that eventually eventually yeah (laughs) Your excitement will be over what the Lord has been doing for you. Mm-hmm. That's what gets me excited. I tell you, when I stop and think about the goodness of God, and that's what David said. He said to his wife, he said, look, I, it was before the Lord. Listen, which chose me. He chose me before your father. Yeah, your daddy was king. But guess what? God chose me to be king before your father was king. I, I, was, a, I was a shepherd boy. I was out tending sheep. I was so far down on the on the uh, th- on the uh, <laughs> list of likely candidates to be king that even my daddy, my father, didn't even think that highly of me. Yeah, yeah. When Samuel, when 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 Samuel came to to look for to anoint uh, the next king, and whatnot, <clears throat> he looked at all my brothers and they thought that one of my brothers might be fit to be king. They didn't even think about me. I was out in the back field tending to the sheep and whatnot. But God had his eyes on me. God anointed me. God chose me. (laughs) And so I'm sorry if you feel this way. But guess what? Before your father was chosen, he chose me. And before all of his house, he appointed to appoint me ruler over the people of the Lord, over Israel. God called me. He chose me. Isn't that something we read about in Ephesians that God chose you in Christ Jesus before the foundation of the world? Yes, I tell you, that ought to get you excited when you stop and realize that, wait a minute, God thought about me before the foundation of the world. God had me on his mind. He was thinking about me before he made the heavens and the earth. In fact, he made the heavens and the earth for me. He made the stars, the planets, the moon, the sun. He made all that for me. Yes, and for you. Yes, the whole habitat of this earth is so precisely designed and, and and created for your habitation, for my habitation, so that we can live and move and have our being right here on this planet. We can't live this way in Mars. We can't be like this on the moon. We can't be like this any place except here on the earth. And guess what? I've been told if the sun was just a few degrees closer This place would burn up. It would be inhabitable. We wouldn't be able to live here. If we're just a few little degrees away from the earth, it would be so cold it would freeze that you and I couldn't even survive here. We couldn't live here at all. But all the planets, all the stars, the moon, the sun, and all that, even all the forces of gravity and nature and all of what we're experiencing, all those things have been designed so you and I could live and exist right here. Yes, yes, I tell you, this this, this, this to me blows up the evolution. What are you talking about evolution? God made this place for you and for me. He had you on his mind before the foundation of the world. He chose us before he formed the heavens and the earth, before he made this moon and the stars. He had you on his mind so that you and I could appreciate a tremendous sunset, the beauty of it. Yeah, I doubt if the birds and whatnot, can appreciate it. They see it, but you and I, we can appreciate it. Yeah, the moon (laughs) and the stars just laying out and just appreciating the starry sky. Yes, yes. The beauty that's all around us. The oxygen that you and I are taking in right now. Even our bodies, the way they function, the, the way they've been designed and created. This same David that danced with all of his might he said, God has wonderfully and fearfully created my body, this earthen temple that I'm living in. This was Old Testament times. And you and I in advanced technology and so much information and whatnot, you and I should be blown away by just the preciseness, the precision, and just the perfection of how God has created your your body and designed you in such a way. And that's not even you. The real you is spirit. Yes, <laughs> which is far beyond just the flesh in the blood. Yes, 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 yes. And so you and I, we have great reason to praise him, yes. And so I just wanted to just talk about David dancing like this because so often, you know, I grew up in a church environment where you had to be quiet. There was no dancing at all. In fact, there was no music. There was no singing at all, hardly. Unless there was some special days, special holidays going on. And then there was some singing, but the congregation wasn't singing. We just had a little choir that sung. There wasn't any high sounding cymbals. There were no string instruments. There was no brass. There was none of that at all. No, it was quiet. We never experienced anything like this. The gospel wasn't preached to us with great excitement and anointing of the Holy Ghost in such a way that men and women began to jump and shout about what they were hearing, and they began to praise God with all their might. They began to clap their hands. No, there was nothing like this going on. And so for a long time, I never experienced this myself. But there came a time when I began to just think in my heart a little bit. I said, now, wait a minute. When I would go to a concert, when I would go and see some of the great stars and whatnot, Even though I might have been a quiet and reserved person, I began to just tap my feet a little bit because the music was getting to my feet a little bit. I began to sway a little bit in my chair. And after a while, uh, when the lights went down and and the strobe lights started whirling and whatnot and the spotlights were going and the stars were introduced on the stage and everybody got up and started clapping and shouting and whatnot, I found myself, I started to stand up too and clap. And after I got saved, when I was in church, I said, now, wait a minute. If I used to do that and I used to have to pay to go do that, God has been much more better to me than this. He is the one that causes me to live. And he is the one that allows me to move and have my being. He's the one who's been so good to me. I said, man, my goodness, if I can clap for some star, if I can give them that kind of praise, I certainly can do that for God when I realized what he's done for me. And I tell you what, I began to just rejoice. Yeah, there have been some times, yeah, I've jumped and I I can't dance that much, but I cut a little step every now and then. But I tell you what, I just give God thanks and praise and just rejoice over him. I remember coming back from a midweek Bible study in someone's home. This was years ago, but I'll never forget it. I was just so excited and excited with what we were talking about in that Bible study. When I got home, I, I forgot to cut the car off and, and close the door. I just put that gear in and parked and jumped out the car and started running around the house. And, and the dog started running and barking. He didn't know what was going on. I was just excited over what God had done. I was excited about what we had been studying about, what we had been talking about. hmm Yes, yes. And the more I'm living in this after 30-some years, I, I've been saying, you know something, God? And what I'm hearing and what you have done for me, it, it is cause to be excited. I got reason to praise you. I got reason to clap my hands. I got reason to jump and shout because you've been so good to me. That's what David is saying to his wife. He said, wait a minute before the Lord. That's who I'm dancing. I'm dancing not to impress you. I'm sorry that you despise me. But guess what? That that don't move me one way or the other. I'm not going to stop because you happen to be offended By my praise, I'm not doing this for you, nor am I doing this for the people who have seen me in the streets. No, I'm doing this before for the Lord. That's what his mind was at. That's where his focus was at. He was just so excited over what the Lord had done for him. Yeah, that he said it was before the Lord, not before these people that you think I've offended. I wasn't trying to get their favor. I was doing this before the Lord, which chose me before your father. And before all his house to appoint me ruler over the people of the Lord over Israel. Therefore, will I play before the Lord? In other words, because of what he has done for me. That's why I'm excited. Because of how he chose me, how he appointed me. And I tell you what, you want to change your attitude about your job? If you don't particularly like where you work at, I tell you what. You begin to think about, you know, something God chose me to be there. He didn't place me there. He didn't open up that door for me to be there. And guess what? I can pay my rent because of it. I can pay my car note because of it. I can put some food on my table because of it. Guess what? I'm going to give God a shout right now because he gave me that job. I'm going to praise him right now. I'm going to play before the Lord right now. I'm going to dance before the Lord right now because he was the one who has called me out of darkness into his marvelous light. I thank God for that. He didn't have to call me. He could have called somebody else, but he called me. He said, therefore, 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 because of that, I will play before the Lord. And then he says, and I will yet be more vile than this. If you think this is offensive to some persons, if you despise me because of this, you just hold on. (laughs) Yes, he said, I will yet be more vile than this and will be based in my own sight. In other words, he ain't said, I'm not trying to keep up my image. I'm not trying just to impress myself. I'm not trying to act, dign- act dignified and kingly in my own sight. I'm not even doing this for my own sight. And I will be based in my own sight. And of the made uh, servants which thou hast spoken of, of them shall I Be had in honor. (laughs) Yes, as far as God is concerned, it's an honor. It's an honor, it's a privilege for you and for me to be able to praise the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, for you and I to be able to rejoice in His presence, for you and I to be able to play before Him, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, for you to express your great gratitude and thanksgiving because of what he has done for you. And yes, what you decide to clap your hands. You decide to wave your hands. You decide to jump and leap. You decide to dance. You decide to sing. You decide to make a joyful noise unto him. It don't make any difference. What anybody else might think about you. It's not about them. This is about God. This is about your God, your Lord, your savior, your king of kings. Yes, I love this. It tells me that I can have this freedom, that I can play before the Lord, that I can rejoice before him, that I can dance in his sight, that I can shout hallelujah. And I tell you what, if you're in a place where you can't praise God like this, you are under bondage. You are not in freedom at all. And you may not even be hearing the good news at all. If nothing that you're hearing ever excites you that you might want to jump up and shout. I tell you what, when I'm preaching, when I'm teaching, if somebody want to shout, I'll let them shout. If somebody want to jump up and down and dance, I'll let them dance. If they want to run, they can run. I thank God that they're hearing something that is changing their hearts, changing their minds, that would give them great praise. In fact, the gospel really is good news. It's such good news that it'll make a man jump and leap for joy because of the goodness of God, because of this great, great gospel that God has given to you and to me. Undignified praise. Make some noise, make some noise, I'm gonna make some noise. Yeah, some people think I'm religious. I'm not religious at all. <laughs> I'm free. Yes, I am. I can celebrate Christ just like I'm at a concert somewhere. Because I know he's been good to me. Thank you, King David, <laughs> well, You are rejoicing, your excitement. You done got me stirred up now. Come on! It's hindering this passion I'll be Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good morning, WBR FM. Good morning to you. Good morning, London, England. How you guys doing this morning? London Town, Maryland. Lexington Park, Maryland. La Plata, Maryland. Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Good morning to you. Orange County, California. Good morning to you. Hey Spain, good morning to you. Australia, South Africa, you feel like shouting this morning? How about you, Canada? You feel like dancing before the Lord this morning? Hey Ghana, I know you like to dance. Saudi Arabia. Can you wave your hands at him this morning? Come on, make some noise. to make some noise. i will be even more. Even more. Even more. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be, I'll be more. More. Oh, yeah. morning, Louisiana. West Virginia. Ooh. Connecticut. It's an undignified phrase. It's an undignified praise. Undignified praise.